everybody. Welcome back to Phantom Power Music Review. This is a value cast where we dive into the theory and composition and maybe the recording a little bit of uh, some songs out there in the V4V value verse. All of these artists have the ability to receive Bitcoin. And you, my dear listeners, are making history by sharing the Bitcoin that you have via the apps that you are using, like True Fans, CurioCaster, Podverse, Fountain, Podcast Guru. You have the ability to send these folks donations, tips, whatever you want to call it. If you dig the music, send them some sats. That's what value for value is. Think of it as a digital tip jar. And if you are brand new to this and have some questions, reach out to us and we would be more than happy to walk you through it. And if you're a band, we'll get you in the space. Happy to help any way that we can. So on this show, we're going to dive into a couple of tracks here and talk about theory and composition. And then at the end, I'm going to read off the boosts and zaps for the week. It's been a great week for us and appreciate all of the help and support that we are getting from our listeners. But let's go ahead and dive into the music here. And we're going to listen to Daydream from Charlie Crown. The song is featuring Transviolet. And I think we're ready to begin. Shall we begin? Let's begin, shall we? Thank you, PW.
is one of my favorite uh, keys. C, uh, he's in C minor. And, you know, last week I was talking about piano players and how sometimes uh, just certain keys work really well with your hands uh, for different piano players, and this is definitely one of my favorites. So. And I love the chord progression. One, six, three, four. Uh, great chord progression. Um, but the first thing that really comes to my mind as to why I like this song so much um, is the mix, to be honest with you. Like, the just the whole thing is so seriously lush. Um, I have a, a playlist of songs that I use uh, when I'm balancing house speakers. And this is going on it just because I, I there's so many great different um, instrumentations in this. There's so many great different synth instruments and bass riffs and kick settings. Um, that I, I, I love the EQ on this thing. This is really solid. Um, number two, the form, uh, as far as a pop song goes, is is really great. I mean, there's, the, the, there's nothing here that like surprises me in terms of the form aside from the double time at the end. Um, but it's just a great example of a pop song, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, uh, out, you know, d double time out. Um, but the production is great and the ethereal type lyrics, very lofty lyrics. I, I love the melody in contrast with the intro uh, of the song. And I actually think, you know, when the singer, uh, Transviolet, who is actually, uh, uh, pretty big in the pop and, um, EDM space out in LA, I actually think the stronger hook from her in this song is when she goes, uh-huh, right? I think that might be a stronger hook than uh, the daydream line. Her falsetto is fantastic. Um, and that this, the setup for the chorus in terms of, uh, of the beats is very typical, but I don't mind it. It's, uh, it's very tasteful in the setting. So this is the the review here for me is very simple and very straightforward. It, to me, it's like a, just a great example of the of a pop song. Love the ins and outs. Uh, love the EQ. I think her voice is exceptional on this. And there's that one part where I think the hook of uh huh is stronger than the actual daydream hook. Um, but yeah, that's my take on it. Would love to know your thoughts. Uh, that's uh, Charlie Crown. Song is called Daydream, featuring Trans Violet. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's jump on to the next one. We're going to check out a song from Jessica Lynn Witty, and this song is called Keep Going.
for wear But I gotta keep going So that is Jessica Lynn Witty, and I'm willing to bet she tracked that here in Nashville, uh, despite the fact that she lives out in Tacoma. We will ask her that uh, on Sunday when she joins us for the Phantom Power Artist Hour. name of that song is Keep Going, and it is in D minor, the Nigel Tufnell key. Uh, For those of you who have seen the movie and can appreciate that reference, you are welcome. Um, (laughs) So uh, the first thing that sticks out to me is uh, the intro with respect to the title of the song and how the music and the production draw you out. Name of the song is Keep Going. And she stretches you out and starts to draw you out over that D minor progression. That's a, and I really like it when the title and uh, the music go hand in hand. Um, I think that was intentional. Um, notice how when she is setting up the chorus, right? I mean, we're in D minor, and. In the verse, she's going off that uh, major uh, seventh chord, the seventh note in the scale of D minor, of course, is C, and uses the first inversion of G. Keep going. Right? But notice how she uh, turns you around by going with a major five chord, an A major chord, which stands in contrast with that 
uh, that natural C in the in the scale. Uh, so it's a if you are in D minor, uh, that is a major five chord, or if you are in F. Uh, major, which is the relative major of D minor, you are taking that three chord, which is traditionally minor, and making it major. That is a really smart little trick there to add some tension to get yourself back into the main key. Um, love that trick. That's a, that's a that's an old country classic. That's an old country classic right there, uh, as my buddy Eddie Weedo would say. And she uses that in several instances in the song, and it is uh, fantastic. Um, I, I also love how the bass line will pull you around, as I mentioned earlier, using the first inversion of that four chord rather than pulling down all the way to the G. Uh, the bass player kind of floats around off the off the three of the four and pulls you back into the tonic that way. Smart. Um, don't give it all away, right? Um, this song actually reminds me a lot in terms of production uh, of Toby Keith, uh, rest in peace, um, and Blake Shelton, too. Uh, big, big production, all of the right instruments, right? I mean, like, you could change the key on this and give it to Toby or give it to Blake to sing, absolutely. Um, but all the right instruments, all the right production points, great rolling banjo, great fiddle, Great Telecaster rip in there. Love the double time at the end. What is it? Like two songs in a row with a double time chorus, right? By the way, for those of you drummers and bass players out there that love to play jokes on guitar players, um, take one of your songs that you normally do and just and at the end, stretch it out and do a double time and see, see what the guitar player does. That's always one of my favorite jokes to play. Um, with the bridge, sorry for the sidebar there. <laughs> With the bridge, um, I, I appreciate the punches that she threw in to break everything up. Nice, nice change, nice dichotomy. Um, and again, going back to this whole um, double time feel, this is great for a large venue type setting. Like you could stretch this thing out and just rip some massive solos, right? I mean, she's got a fiddle player on stage. She's got a couple of guitar players on stage. Everybody could be, you know, full on Leonard Skinner you know, rip this thing out for an ending. Um, so uh, that is a very smart choice there to wrap up the song. Now she's got a boatload of songs in the space. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, um, despite not living here in Nashville, she does a really good job of staying current with Nashville production. Um, I believe she comes out here to track all of her songs. We'll get into that more on um, Sunday. Uh, but she's definitely got a solid crew around her. And if you check out her stuff on uh, Wave Lake, man, it's just a it's a boilerplate of great country tonage. Great country tonage. That is Jessica Lynn Whitty. So let's stick around in the countrified zone and let's get a little bit more countrified. We are going all the way out to Humboldt County. And we're going to check out a bluegrass band by the name of the No Good Redwood Ramblers. And this song is called The Weekend Song. Let's check it out. The weekend comes on too slow and it goes away too fast. Come over here, pull up a beer, let's try to make it last. This time... 
I'll bring my guitar if you'll bring your banjo. We'll sit in the yard and work real hard, singing old songs that we know half the words to. Let it never be said that we wasted our weekends doing anything but drinking with our family and our friends. And the dog, it only comes once a week after all the work is done. So let's drink a toast and make the most of every Saturday that comes. And every Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The weekend's here, so have a beer and rest your weary bones for two long days. The weekend comes on too slow and then goes away too fast. Come over here, pull up a beer, let's try to make it last. This time, the weekend comes on too slow and then goes away too fast. Come over here, pull up a beer, let's try to make it last This time Love that. Absolutely love that. Do you think that that song sounds simple? I would ask if you do, I'd be very curious as to why you do. Um, I think that bluegrass gets a bad rap in the same way that I think heavy metal gets a bad rap. Let me try to explain. And there's a couple of different points here. Point number one is the more people you add into a band, uh, the harder it is because you have less room to move as a musician. So your parts better be very simple, uh, very solid and focused solely on the song, which they should always be. But it's, you know, playing in a trio has its challenges because you have so much more space to fill up. Uh, But when you are playing in a Uh, band with four, five, six, seven people, your parts get smaller. And that is hard for a lot of people to understand and a lot of people to take, especially uh, when you get better and better at playing your instrument over the years. And then you step into a large band and you are asked to play less. And it takes a lot of maturity to do that. This is a great example of that. Like the bass is very simple, right? Like one, two, three, four, the, there's there's two beautiful parts to the bass. One, the fact that this dude is in the pocket. And number two, if you listen to the notes, he's choosing how he pulls the band around, leads them around. Great playing. Notice how in this setting, um, the mandolin and the guitar act kind of like a hi-hat in a snare, you know, whereas the bass player is acting like the kick drum, right? And um, metal gets a bad rap in that in, in the same way because people think that just because it's so loud that it's not that it's not difficult. Well, m- metal players are damn near synonymous with some of the best uh, classical musicians in terms of shredding. Like there's there's not a whole hell of a lot of difference between 
a great metal player and uh, somebody, uh, you know, first chair with Nashville Symphony. Like, the primary difference is distortion, quite frankly, in my opinion, uh, in terms of riffs and solos and ripping and things like that. So that's the first point. It takes a lot of maturity to play in a larger type band and when you're a good player to play less. The other thing that is really hard to do is to be authentic. Um, and sometimes I think bluegrass gets a bad rap because uh, because it's so clean, because it's so acoustic, and quite frankly, because maybe sometimes the singer's accent or the way things are vocalized, people don't take it as seriously uh, as they should. Uh, but this is really a great example, not only of bluegrass, but a, but they have a nice modern take on it as well. I would encourage you guys to go over to their site on Wavelength. They've got like a full record out, and it's it's there's some really fantastic stuff on there. Uh, Sorry Ari is a nice ballad about cocaine. Um, it kind of had me laughing. Um, they did a great cover of the Sam Cooke song, Good Time. Um, Five Horse Apocalypse was great melody, great chord structure, very non-traditional. And California Chrome is probably my favorite. That's like a full-on gallop of a, of a bluegrass tune. Uh, but these guys really do a nice job of being a little bit outside of the traditional bluegrass arrangements if you go back and listen to the verses like they stretched out every single verse every time and it was um and it was done with humor nicely like at the the end of the first verse ends with this time uh the end of, of the second verse ends with have the words to the end with uh, the end of the third one comes with and the dog and the fourth one is and every sunday it's like every verse had a nice little tail on it and you typically don't hear that if you go back like if you want to put your ethnomusicology hat and study the music of Appalachia, it was very simple. And this, they have, they have added some modern complexities to it. Um, one of the things that they did honor, of course, is the structure. Uh, you want to call it a verse or chorus, whatever. Uh, two A sections and a banjo solo. Two A sections and a fiddle, and a fiddle solo. Bridge with great harmonies. And a, and by the way, the the chord changes in the solos were great too. Uh, a bridge with great harmonies, which is really like a C section. And then they'll break it down again and do acapella. Um, the mix is fantastic. They could have uh, put on a little bit more reverb and maybe ma made it sound a little more, I don't know, radio friendly. But this is, uh, to me, the mix was just absolutely right on point with the style. But not too dry, not too wet. Very nicely done. And um, I really like the, the lead singer's voice. You know, I've, I've talked about this on other occasions, especially when I've looked at punk bands. Um, you know, I think sometimes we get caught up on like, you know, gosh, does the, does the singer sound as good as Sting or John Mayer or Pavarotti? Well, is it really needed? Like what's more important? Is, is the singer hitting the notes and conveying all of the proper emotion? And is the, is the vocal tone perfect for the genre i would check all three boxes on that one uh the for, for this singer this is this is great stuff like i i would love to see this band i would love to see this band live i i bet you they tear up clubs right and you know what would be really cool and really uh efficient is have this band open up for a punk band because these guys walk on stage all acoustic couple of mics they could tear it up get everybody riled up and then a punk punk band comes in and they burn it down as a matter of fact these guys should do a double bill with FM Rodeo. I'm just saying.
So I hope you go over to Wave Lake and check out the No Good Redwood Ramblers. They've got a full record up there, and it's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. This is a great example of uh, bluegrass and Americana. All right, shall we read off some boosts and zaps and thank yous for the week? What do you say, Mr. Burns? Excellent. All right, let's get to it. So on February 1st, we had some streaming sats coming in from iMappy, who was listening to the Phantom Power Music Hour on Phantom. Thank you for that. I, I had a thousand sats come in via Noster on the 1st, and I, and I can see it in my Albi wallet, but I cannot figure out who in the world it is. So whomever that is, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Alan C. Paul, lots of streaming sats. From you listening to uh, episode two of Why Musicians Need Value for Value and Bitcoin. That is the Phantom Power Business Hour. So thanks for listening to that. Noster Eggs uh, kicking in 500 sats via Podverse for the Phantom Power Music Review. Thank you so much for that. Tumbleweed listening to the Phantom Power Music Hour on Fountain. 52 sats. Thanks, man. That's that's great. Uh, appreciate that. Lots of streaming sats coming in from user 3490820. Streaming sats coming in from Batvin321. And then more coming in from I'm Happy, uh, listening to the Phantom Power Music Hour. So uh, I'm Happy, whoever you are, thank you so much. I, I see you listening a lot, and that, that, means, that means a great deal. Really appreciate the support. Let's uh, jump over to... February 2nd, Eric PP, listening to episode four, What is Noster and How Can Musicians Benefit? Thank you for listening. Uh, OT, kicking in 101 sats. Uh, thank you very much. Tater, kicking in sats, listening along. I'm happy. Also listening, 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 listening to just about everything, man. Listening on uh, Fountain, Phantom Power Music Hour. Thank you for that. Uh, just Brian kicking in more more streaming sats from Eric PP, streaming sats from Tom kicking in Alan C Paul. Uh, that should take us through to the end of the second. No, we still got more going through the second. More stuff from Eric. More stuff from Just Brian. Listening to the Phantom Power Music Review and Phantom Power Music Hour. Uh, just listening. Once again, you're just listening a lot, man. Whoever you are, listen to the Phantom Power Music Hour. Appreciate you so much uh, for all of the boosts that you were sending via streaming. Uh, iMappy kicking in again with more sats. Chad F., thank you very much, Chad. You're a big supporter. All of your sats coming in. I see them all. And uh, same to you as well, Just Brian, with the great episode comment after the Phantom Power uh, music review last week. Uh, my pleasure, man. I, that's like I was saying at the beginning, I think it's probably probably my favorite show. Probably shows most of my most of my personality. Uh, Bob Ramthel uh, kicking in a high dose of streaming sats. Mr. Bob, thank you very much, sir. Um, not to be outdone, of course, Chad F. on Podverse coming in with more streaming sats. And then there is... The incomparable man like Quex with his streaming sats and Guy Smiley listening on Fountain. Uh, Adam Curry checking in once again. Thank you very much, sir. Greatly appreciate it uh, for those coming in. Chad F, Chad F, Chad F, Chad F. Nice streaming sats. User 
82-7-348-31. Lots of streaming sats from you. You were listening to the Phantom Power Music Hour on Fountain. Thank you very much for that. Uh, OT, once again, 101 sats. Uh, very kind of you. Appreciate it. Anonymous, a couple of nice boosts uh, from you listening to the Iro interview from last week. Loved that conversation with Brandon, man. He and I have a lot in common. A lot in common all the touring days. Uh, and then some more stuff from uh, Bob Ramthel and I'm Appy as well. And then Alan C. Paul streaming just about everything coming out of uh, yesterday's, um, or I should say Wednesday's, uh, Phantom Power Music Hour, the one we did featuring tracks from Africa uh, and just Brian listening along on Fountain as well, the Phantom Power Music Hour. So thank you for that. I will say I can't quite figure out what's going on over Fountain. I see a lot of uh, boosts coming in, um, but I don't necessarily see it reflected in my wallet. And uh, I've reached out to Oscar to try and get an explanation as to what is going on there. But uh, I see a lot of great uh, uh, donations coming in from um, iMappy and from Just Listening and Just Brian. And I try to respond to all of them. I try to get there as soon as I can. And Joe Martin. Joe, thanks for all those sats, man. That was very kind of you to, to send those in. Um, but I'm still trying to figure out what is going on with my wallet over there. Uh, between you and me, I tend to listen more on Podverse. Um, I, I'm an Android guy and for whatever reason um that one works well uh for me i i I see it's just a little smoother on my os uh as compared to fountain but when i'm sitting on my desktop i am getting acclimated to true fans uh which is going to be a great platform as well so shout out to everybody for the boosts and zaps over the past week it was our biggest uh, week yet in terms of uh, sats and boosts and zaps and we greatly appreciate it um and we will continue to ask for your donations if you like this show please send us your sats and do not forget to check out some of the other amazing shows that are out there uh there is behind the schemes there is boostagram ball there is it's a mood there is flnnl radio there's pleb chain radio um Upbeats, uh, Jimmy V has got a great show. Uh, Oystein, he's got a great show out of Holland. Uh, Music, Mutton, and Mead, check that one out as well. Uh, but really, go into the podcasting uh, index, click on the apps, grab one of those apps, and start searching for shows. Uh, there's a lot of great ones out there. And if you go to our website, uh, phantompowermusic.io, they are all listed on our site as well. Cool? Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you back here on Sunday for the Phantom Power Artist Hour and our interview with Jessica Lynn Witty. All right. See you then. See you then.